so that you can sit upright on your sit bones and you're not seated on your thigh bones. And then press your thigh bones down a little bit and roll your shoulder blades up and around. Just up and around a few times so that you feel the way that the shoulders move around on the back body. And if your tendency is to have your chin come out over your chest, can you back your head up so that your head lines up over your pelvis? Keep your hands resting on your thighs so that they have a point of uh, contact with your body. And then from the shoulder joint to the elbow, let your upper arm hang like a little plumb line, almost like a fishing line. And then can you take an imaginary fishing line from the very center line of your head and drop it down the center line of your body? Imagine. And that it drops down through the two sit bones towards the center of the earth. Draw your breath up from the center of the earth all the way up to the top of your head. Take an inhale. And exhale back down the body. So that when you're directing your breath with your mind, you can also feel the breath more like a feather rather than a forceful, determined breath. Just more of a feeling the breath move up from the center of your sit bones, from the bones of your feet, all the way to the top of your head, and back down. So the reason I talk about the breath like this is because sometimes in a yoga class you might hear someone breathing like, and what that does is it is a not a sustainable breath. So you want to create a sustainable breath within you that doesn't feel forceful and yet it has some intention behind it. So more of a feather breath, a shallow breath. And now count the breath in for four. In and up, exhale out and down for four. In and up, out and down In and up, draw your palms to your heart center. Out and down for four. This time in and up for four and we'll exhale the sound of OM together. <clears throat> Two more.
and we'll do this weird, funny thing we've been doing is we look around and we make eye contact with maybe one or two people in the room. You don't have to say anything. You can just smile with your eyes. Good morning. It's a beautiful morning. It's a brand new day. Here we are at the beautiful Embrace Yoga. It's so pretty in here. Um, you can't help but feel good in this room, huh? Mm-hmm. I know, it's so true. All right, so this morning, we'll start on our backs. Oh, actually, first part is take your strap and put your strap in a loop. Put your strap in a loop. So if you haven't taken class with me before, you'll learn quickly that I like to use props. <laughs> and... I also like to focus in on certain aspects of functional movement in different joints. So the first part is you take your strap and you put it in a loop that is about hip width distance. So go inner hip width distance, not outer hip width distance. So take it a little skinnier. Your hips, your hips aren't as wide as they as you think they are. So your hips are as wide as <laughs> your hips are as wide as your hip bones. So if you put your fingers on your hip bones right here in front, that's how wide your hips are. And the reason for that is we want to take the thighs as wide as the hips. So put the strap around the thighs and lay down on your mat in a bridge pose shape and take the hips up and hold on to the outer rails of the mat. So when I say hold on to the outer rails of the mat, most of the time you'll think I need to pull the mat towards my feet and do that. Pull the mat towards your feet. And what that does is it starts to pull the shoulder blade skin down the back and lengthen the neck. Keep the head on the ground. Your body's in a bridge shape. Separate your feet hip width distance apart and press out into the strap. So for some of you, you've gone a little too skinny with the strap and make sure you don't do that either. But feet are true hip width distance apart. Feet are directly, heels are directly under your knees. Lift your pubic bone. Pull the mat away from your head. Pull the mat towards your feet. Lift your pubic bone. And I talk about bones a lot because it's more easy to identify the bones with your eyes. So get yourself onto your mat so your head's not on the wood. And grow your thigh bones longer. Grow your thigh bones longer. Pull the mat away from your head. So hold on to the outer rails of the mat and pull the mat away from your head. There you go. So you'll feel the back of your neck lengthen and your shoulder blade skin gets pulled down the back. Take the thing out from under your head because you don't, it, it pushes your neck too far forward. Take anything out from under your head that pushes your neck too far forward. And now lower the hips, tap the hips on the floor, and then inhale, lift the hips. Make sure you're not coming off the top end of your mat. And then lower the hips, tap the hips, 
Take your feet a little bit wider apart so they're not too close together. So this is a little too close together for you. And now you're going to lower and lift the hips. Floating bridge. Inhale as you lift the hips. Exhale as you lower the hips. Hold on to the outer rails of the mat. Don't let go of that. So what that does is it keeps the shoulders moving down the back. And then next time, hold the hips up into a bridge pose and interlace the hands underneath the body. And reach your knuckles between your inner heels towards the front edge of your mat. Reach your knuckles towards your inner heels and roll more onto the outer shoulders. So tuck your shoulders underneath you. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Soften your neck skin. Don't lift your chin up. Let your chin just drop towards your chest. Come onto your mat so that you're all the way on your mat with your head, the back of your head resting on the sticky mat. And then lower the hips. Good. Bring your knees towards your chest. We keep the strap there. And just loosen the strap enough that it takes the legs a little bit wider than hip width distance. So this is the wider aspect of the legs. And you're going to do a little bit wider. Make sure the buckle doesn't touch your body, but it's in the gap in the middle. So take it wider, take your feet wider, put your feet back in bridge pose, but a wide-footed bridge pose this time. And then press out into the strap. Make sure your head is on the mat, not on the wood. Some of you are making your way off of the mat, so come a little bit further down. And then lift, same exact thing, but now your legs are wider. Take your feet wider, take your, and then your hands hold on to the outer rails of the mat. Same exact motion, everything same. Take this out from under your head. There you go. And then lift your hips. Press your thigh bones longer. Move your heels directly under your knees. Pull the mat away from your head. Breathe. Good. And then tap the pelvis down and then lift up. Press out into the strap. Don't go too fast. This needs to be just a little wider. And then take your feet a little bit wider. Yeah, now press out. That's it. A little different. So now you're really working the outer line of the hip and the leg. Keep your toes pointing straight forward so you find this proprioceptively in your mind. Are your toes pointing forward? Are they, are they going out? Are they going in? Get them to go straight forward. And then come down, bring your knees towards your chest again. Don't undo the strap, but make the strap even wider. Okay, so wider, 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 wider. You're gonna go pretty wide now. And then you're going to put your feet on the ground. Go really wide, like big wide, like this. The reason why is we're going to put the legs in a Baddha shape. Put the soles of the feet together, feet on the floor, Baddha But the strap is going to hold the legs. Don't let the buckle be on your body, but put it in the gap. Take it, you know, you want to have a pretty wide. And, and then press out into the strap. 
press out into the strap, press out into the strap. So we're gonna mix the two actions or the two poses together, Baddha Konasana and Bridge Pose. Now lift the hips. There it is, right there. Press out into the strap. Press out into the strap, but your legs are, your feet are on the floor in Baddha Konasana. So the tricky part is, is now your hips are hovering in the air. Can you get them to still? Because they might want to wave from side to side. <laughs> but can you get them to still? So if their strap is too wide, it's going to go loose. So don't have it too loose. The Goldilocks theory. <laughs> not too loose, not too tight, just right. And then pull the mat away from your head. So the action of this particular part right here is outer line of the hips. You're pressing out into the strap, which encourages external rotation, and the external rotators have to work in order for that to happen. Okay, and then come down. Bring your knees towards your chest. Just take the strap off of your body and place it off to the side. Place it off to the side so it's not tangled around your body. Get it off of your body completely. Hopefully your neighbors might have to stagger with your neighbor for the next one. Bring your legs straight up and then broaden or widen your legs, wide legged. So maybe somebody has to move forward, somebody has to move back so you don't crash into each other. Widen the legs. Put your hands on the inner thighs and then press into the center line with your legs. So your legs are wide and you're gonna press in. So there's a little resistance, in. Press in. Reach out through the heels but press the thighs in towards the midline. You're pressing in, head on the floor. There, I was like, oh, that's hard, that's hard. Try not to let your lower back rule the action. Don't let the lower back also do nothing. So keep the legs straight, reach out through the heels and press in. Okay, now take your hands to your outer thighs and then press out into the hands. Concentric contraction. You press out into the hands and then go back to in. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Don't hold the breath. You guys are doing great. And then bring the legs together. Bend the knees. Give the knees a little hug. Apanasana. Basically, it's an upward facing child's pose. Yay. And then roll to your side, come to a tabletop position. From your tabletop position, you're gonna take your leg out to the side, perfectly out from the hip socket. And then keep your leg in a strong box shape. So flex your foot like you're standing on it, whole leg active. 
Don't slump into your shoulders and then bring the knee down and then lift the leg back out to the side. This is called fire hydrant. <laughs> and then you bring the knee down and then you bring it out to the side. And then you bring the knee down and then you bring it out to the side. Here's the tricky part. Do it a few more times, fire hydrant. See if you can really get the exact location of the knee coming out from the hip socket and the foot stays active. That's what's gonna keep that line of force in the outer hip. So this is a reset for the outer hip muscles to function. And now hold the leg out to the side and then karate chop, hiya, kick the leg straight. Out to the side, not back. <laughs> yes, but don't kick your neighbor in the head. All right, so then don't, don't keep kicking. So you bring it out to the side and then you bend the knee back down and then you go back up through fire hydrant to hiya. <laughs> you might have to move up and then you come back down to starting. And then you come back out. Yeah. Hi -ya. Hi -ya. <laughs> and sometimes it's good to say hiya because it makes the it makes the motion a little bit more like have some power to it. Hiya. 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 Alright, come back down. Do a couple cat and cow motions. A couple cat and cow motions. Inhale as you arch the spine, exhale as you round. Make sure your fingers are spread evenly and wide and that you've got a nice contact with the palms on the ground and your knees are hip-width distance apart. You've got a nice stable table. So if you were going to build a table, how would you build the table? Very, con you would construct it so that it would stand up really well. So that's your body. Second side, don't start high until you do fire hydrant. Like, uh, you gotta do fire hydrant several times so that you have that action in your external rotators of your femur. The leg comes directly out to the side and then back down. The leg comes directly out to the side and then back down. Inhale as you lift the leg, exhale as you lower the leg. Sometimes when we sink the breath up with the movement, it, it will feel easier. Because the breath is feeding the movement and there's no resistance. The breath is actually there for you. It's like a little refuge. A couple more times, fire hydrant left leg. Good, and now haya. Make sure you have enough room over there, Sue. It's looks like you're going to hit, you're going to stub your toe on the wall. You might have to move like a little forward of your neighbor or back of your neighbor so you don't hurt your neighbor or yourself. Hi-ya. Leg goes back down, you come back out to fire hydrant, and then hi-ya. That's good, Maria. I like that effort out of you. <laughs> Good. It's inspiring. Yes. She's got long legs. Look out for her. Hiya. 
Alright. Couple more hayas. You can do it. Hayah. Get the leg to come straight out. Get some really strong straight leg. Alright, downward facing dog. Yay. <laughs> Inhale the right leg to the sky. Reach the right leg long. Set the right foot forward. Bring the left knee to the floor. Inhale the arms overhead. Long low lunge, or tall low lunge. Take the left wrist with the right hand, side bend to the right. So the right foot is per, uh, flat on the floor, right knee is bent to a 90 degree angle. Pull the right hip crease back and levelize the hips. Draw the inner thigh of the right side towards the left inner thigh. Good. Downward facing dog. Inhale, left leg to the sky. Exhale, step the left foot forward, bring the right knee to the floor. Make sure your back knee is straight up and down and you're not lunging into your back leg. But this is a nice, tall, long stretch. Take a hold of your right wrist with your left hand and side bend to the left. Breathe in, breathe out. Pull your right inner thigh and your left inner thigh towards the midline. Lengthen through the right side body. And then come down, downward facing dog. Inhale back to hands and knees, tabletop position. Bring your right leg straight back, bring your left arm straight forward. Bring your right leg out to the right and your left arm out to the left. And then bring everything back to center. Second side. Bring your left arm or your right arm straight out in front of you, your left leg straight back, and then bring everything out to the side. And then back. One more time for side, bird dog. Left arm forward, right leg back. Bring the right leg out to the side, left arm out to the left. And then back to center. And second side. Good. And downward facing dog. Inhale the right knee to the floor and come into a variation of Vashtistasana. You can bring the right leg a little bit more behind you to stabilize your position. Open your chest and then lift the left leg away from the floor, reach through the heel. So get the body to go level here. Bring the left arm up over the left ear. Reach the left heel longer. 
Try not to let the pelvis push too far forward, but pull the lower abdominal wall back so that the leg comes straight out of the shoulder socket. See if you can line that up in your body. And then bring left hand to the floor, downward facing dog. Bring your left knee to the floor and then bring your left foot behind you on the floor and your right leg into Vashtisasana variation, second side, right arm comes straight up so that when your left hand is on the floor, you stack the bones of your arms and then peel the right foot away from the floor, long body. Long body, and then bring the right arm over the head with the right palm facing the floor. You can use your left toes to support you here. So tuck your left toes under to support you. You can angle your bottom foot away from your body to support you. Breathe in, breathe out. Good, excellent. Keep your gaze across the horizon. Don't let your head drop towards the floor. Lift your head higher than your chin. Forehead higher than the chin is always a good indicator that you're not loading your neck. And then left hand to the floor, right hand to the floor, sorry. Back to downward facing dog. And now Vashtisthasana classical. To the right side, right hand stays on the floor. Bring your feet all the way together. Bring your feet all the way together. Stack your feet. And you're standing on the outer edge of your right foot. And now for some of you, you might say, yes, I can do this with the leg lifted, the top leg lifted. Or you might say, no, I cannot do that. And I'm going to keep my legs stacked. But whatever it is for you, do it with strength. If you need to keep your bottom knee on the floor, you keep your bottom knee on the floor and do the same variation we just did before. And then back down, downward facing dark. Vashtisthasana, second side, stack your feet first. So you stack the feet first and you roll onto the outer edge of your left foot and stack your arms. Open your chest. When you stack your feet, flex your feet as if you were standing on them and reach out through the heels. And then either lift the top leg or don't. You either have the knee down or you don't. You do what's best for your body in this shape so that you can actually receive the benefit of the pose. And then back to downward facing the dog. And I know the Vashtisthasana is a very difficult pose, but it builds a lot of strength. Inhale, come forward to the front of your mat. Inhale, flat back. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, arms all the way overhead, Urdhva Hastasana. 
Take a hold of your left wrist with your right hand and side bend, crescent, uh, crescent moon to the right. Inhale, back up through center, second side. Right hand, or left hand takes a hold of the right wrist and side bend to the left. Come back up through center, Urdhva Hastasana. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, flat back. Jump or step back to a high plank position. Lower down to forearm plank. Lower down to forearm plank. Don't lower your belly. Forearm plank. Tuck your toes. Get your hips lower, but don't touch. The, don't let your hips slump. 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 No slump asana. And now go all the way to your belly. Sphinx pose. Sphinx pose is where the elbows line up directly under the shoulders, palms on the floor. And reach your top chest forward. Straighten out your ankles. Click your pinky toenails into the floor. Click your pinky toenails into the floor. This internally rotates your, your thighs, but don't let your heels flop out to the side. Keep your toes pointing straight back. So one of the first things we lose is ankle strength. Because we're walking around on these feet of ours all, all of our life. And then our ankles start to get a little bit wobbly. So strengthen your ankles by straightening them out. And then push back to a puppy pose. Ah. You guys know what a puppy pose is? No. Okay, puppy pose looks like this. You just bring your, it's almost like a child's pose, but not all the way. So tent your fingers and bring your buttocks back, but not all the way to the heels. Keep your toes tucked under and lengthen in your outer armpits. Ha. Tent your fingers so that your palms come away from the floor and they're like little tents. There you go. Keep your arms strong. Downward facing dog. Inhale your right leg to the sky. Exhale, step your right foot forward. Bring your block to the outside of your right foot. Spin your back foot flat. And inhale up to warrior two. And then face towards me, warrior two. Put your block on the tall side outside of your right ankle. So warrior two, when you bend your front knee in any standing pose, it, the physics of the pose just requires a little more space so that you can stabilize in the 90 degree angle of your front leg. So just bring your feet a little further apart. This is a heel to arch alignment stance. So have a heel to arch alignment stance and lengthen your posture, your stance a little bit wider. Bring your hands to your hips, and then bend your right knee and guide your right inner sit bone.
towards your right inner knee with your mind's eye. So we've got these motor control centers right here in the middle of our brain. And they are controlling every single thing that we do. So just drive your inner sit bone to your inner knee. Straighten and bend. Bring the arms up to a T. So your external rotators are working in the front leg especially. So feel the outer part of your right hip. Can you feel that? And pull your right sit bone a little further underneath you. Keep your chest lifted, arms long. And now extend your torso out over your front thigh. Reach, 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 reach. Put your left hand onto your left hip. Bring your hand down to the block for Parsvokanasana. So the first part is set up the legs so that the legs are, are holding you. And the back leg is your tether. So reach into the outer corner of your left heel. And then take your left hand and pull your left rib cage back in. And then extend your left arm out over your head. So bring the bicep over the ear. So side angle from the outer edge of your left heel all the way out your left fingertips go long. Breathe. And then straighten your right knee, Trikonasana. So all of these postures keep the same footing. Breathing in, breathing out. Take your left hand to your left hip, look down at your right big toe, and then drive your block forward and come to stand on your block. Remember your hayah leg? Find it here. Your back leg is your hayah. <laughs> Reach out through your heel. Stand firmly on your right hand like it's a foot. Reach out through the crown of your head. And then send energy out your uplifted fingertips. Breathe. Haya with the top leg. Don't let go. And then lower your, your left hand to the floor, standing split. Still got the haya leg. You can use your block under your hands, or you can bring your hands to the floor, standing splits. Breath in, breath out. And then bring your left leg behind your right leg for a cross-legged forward fold. And now say, ah, outer, outer hips release. Sciatic stretch. Let your head hang heavy. Squeeze your inner thighs slightly. And let your hips sway just a little from side to side.
Keep your legs crossed. So you've got your right leg in front, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Keep your legs crossed and with your body, inhale your arms overhead with the legs crossed, torso upright. And now we're gonna bring the right knee to the chest. Squeeze the right knee up into the chest. Inhale the right knee up into the chest. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Flex the right foot. Get some energy going in the right foot. Bend the left knee a little bit. Stabilize on the sole of your left foot. And now from the inside, take a hold of your right ankle with your right hand and bring your right heel to your upper inner thigh on the left side. Press your inner thigh into your foot. And then press your foot into your inner thigh and keep that action. Thigh and foot pressing equally together, palms at the heart center, lift the chest. Find your hayah hip here. So now it's your standing leg. Grow your branches. Tree pose. So tree pose requires strong external rotation in the hips. Find your hips in this pose with your mind's eye. And then release the hands back down. Stand in Tadasana. Inhale, arms up. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, flat back. Exhale, high plank. Lower all the way to your belly. Interlace the hands behind your back. You can take the blanket out from under your body. Lift your chest forward, peel your toenails away from the floor, Shalabhasana. Swim your legs wide, swim your legs back together. Keep your legs lifted, swim your legs wide, swim your legs back together. Chest lifted, draw your top chest forward. Breathe. As you swim your legs wide, keep your legs straight so that you're working your external rotators of your hips. We're not gonna let go of that focus until it's time. All right, come back down. Push back to down dog. Breath in, breath out. Inhale your left leg to the sky. Exhale, step your left foot forward and seal your block further. Left foot forward, put your block on the outside of your left ankle. Inhale your torso upright, heel to arch alignment on this side. And then bend your left knee, hands on the hip. So we're gonna just Work this line from the inner sit bone on the left sit bone for the inner knee. Keep the torso upright and then straighten. 
and then bend and straighten. So is your knee wobbling in or out? Can you track it through your second toe and stop it right at the line of the ankle? Keep the chest lifted and then bring the arms out to a T. Look out over your front fingertips. Pull the left sit bone a little further underneath you and drive into the outer corner of your right heel. So you stabilize in the legs and then the torso is a little bit more effortlessly lifted. Breathe in, breathe out. And then extend your torso out over your left thigh. Bring your right hand to your hip. Bring your left hand to the block. Move your block so it's directly under your shoulder. Flat palm the block. Pull the left sit bone further underneath you. Pull the left sit bone further underneath you. Keep a 90 degree angle in your left knee. And then pull your right rib cage back in. So what happens sometimes in these standing poses is we spill out. So contain it. This is our container. So we contain our energy. What happened to the outer edge of your right heel? Can you press into that? And then bring your arm up into the pose. Try not to let the head drop, but keep the head lifted so that the forehead is higher than the chin. And then straighten your left knee, move the block back so that you can stack the bones of the arms for trikonasana. Open the chest, lift your left kneecap, straighten your left knee, and then look down at your left big toe and bend your front knee. Bring your hand, your back hand to your hips, hip, and then guide your block forward, and then come up into Ardha Chandrasana. Haya leg. Where's your haya? An energized, muscularly engaged leg is way lighter than a non-engaged leg. So flex your foot as if you were standing on it. Reach out through your heel. Reach out through the ball of the foot. Reach out through the crown of the head. Right fingertips reaching higher. Stand more firmly on your left hand. And then bring your right hand down. Keep your right leg lifted. Standing split, second side. Battery, 60. Keep your right leg lifted and then bring your right leg, cross it behind for standing cross-legged forward fold. You can use your blocks if you need stability. Let your head go a little bit. Sway your hips a little from side to side. Keeping your 
cross-legged forward fold. Now you're gonna bring your torso all the way upright, arms overhead. And we forgot to do this the last time. Oh, yesterday was uh, one of those days, we're just gonna clean the slate. <sighs> this is a great way to manage your own energy. Clean the slate. Yesterday was yesterday. Today is today. Bring your left knee up and hug your left knee into your chest. Bend your right knee slightly. Lift your knee into your chest. Squeeze, stabilize on your right foot. And then inside, take a hold of your left ankle and pull your left heel up into your right inner thigh. So once you get your foot into place, can you bring the thigh online? The inner thigh presses into the foot to stabilize everything, and then keep that opposing force between the foot and the inner thigh. Lift the chest, bring the palms to the heart center, and then squeeze the outer line of the hips in and grow your branches. Steady your breath, feather your breathing. And then bring the arms back down. Stand in Tadasana. So you guys all still have your uh, strap in a loop, I'm assuming, because we didn't take the loop out yet. Make your loop a little bit smaller. And you want to hold the loop like kind of right in the center so you're not holding the buckle, right? And then you're going to take your right foot into the stirrup. You take your right foot into the stirrup. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Hold still. Hi-yah. 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 The leg out in front. Okay, so here's the part that helps with the hi-yah, is can you bring the leg into external rotation like you were when you were doing hi-yah? with like the fire hydrant leg, and just hi-ya. Lift the chest. Try not to lean back, try not to lean forward, right or left, but get it all going straight up and down and forward. And then from here, you can start to bring the leg out to the side, but keep the leg in external rotation. Draw the sit bones towards the midline. So you're pulling your right thigh the inner thighs towards the midline as you reach out in external rotation. Breathe. Rotita Padangustasana, one and two. And then bend the knee and do the strap. Stand in Tadasana. One of the most stabilizing things you can do in 
these times that we're living in is balancing poses. <laughs> it stabilizes us. What it actually does is it strengthens all the muscles along the spine. All the tiny little muscles along your spine get strengthened from standing balancing poses. Stir up up your left foot. Pray that your balance is there for you. So first you bend the knee and you establish balance before you go into straight leg. So if you hold the loop with your hand like you watch me, copy me, hold it like this. Same hand, same foot, same side. And then start to straighten, hi-ya. Lift your chest. You can take your hand to your hip if that helps you. You could also bring your arm overhead if that helps you. So find out what helps you to stand more firmly and then externally rotate your left thigh from in your hip socket, externally rotate, and then start to bring the leg out to the side. Breathing in, breathing out. Stabilize. Use your breath. Feel the four corners of your right foot holding you. Lift from your, from your foot all the way out to the top of your head. Breathe. And then bend the knee, come out. Ah, take a big breath. Oh, okay. Let's just shake it all out. Oh, it's hot in here, I know. Do we have windows open? Yeah, that's open. You don't know if that's making it hotter or cooler. Yeah. Now we're in summertime. Yeah. All right, here we go. You can put the strap off to the side. Inhale the arms over. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, flat back. Inhale, bend your knees and bring your torso down to your thighs. And put your hands on your outer knees and press out into the knees. Lift your top chest forward. Elbows point straight out. A little more concentric contraction. Bring your feet hip width distance apart. This is like get ready for to go skiing. <laughs> and then bring the arms overhead, chair pose. From your chair pose, bring your right leg up and make a figure four. It's called funky chair. Funky chair. If you like funky chair, try funky uttanasana. So you can bring your block under your hand for funky uttanasana. Now we're stretching the external rotators that we've been activating and strengthening the whole class. Now we're stretching them. Flex your right foot. Unravel your right leg, put your right foot on the floor. Uttanasana, forward fold.
from your forward fold bend your knees a lot put your torso on your front thighs press out into your knees press 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 and then go into chair pose funky chair second side left leg comes up so when you bend the left knee and you flex the left ankle it protects your left knee Stick your butt back. Lift your top chest. Flex your left foot. You got this. And then funky figure four forward fold Uttanasana. Breath in, breath out. Say hi, outer hips. Uttanasana, forward fold. Back to a high plank. Down to your belly. Bend your knees. Take a hold of your ankle creases from the outside. Bring your knees in line with your hips. Flex your feet so lighten up your toes and don't pull on the ligaments of your ankles. And then lift your thighs, lift your chest. Lift your thighs, lift your chest on your asana, boat pose. Breath in, breath out. Your posture is breathing, holding you. Take a big rest on your belly. Turn your head to the side. Breathing. Surrendering. Relax your jaw. your back with your feet facing forward towards the front of the mat where I where I am straighten out your legs and be sure that your head is resting on the mat and your heels are resting on the mat You don't need to have a blanket underneath you at this point. 
Push your heels into the mat and then begin heel rocking. Heel rocking is like a fast, more rhythmic motion with the ankles pointing and flexing. And then the whole back body is in response to this motion of the ankles. So the ankles rock, the hips rock, the shoulders rock, the head rocks, yes. Forward and back. Unhinge your jaw, separate your teeth. And then just slightly secure your tongue up behind your two front teeth. Inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. Different breathing pattern. Inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. Let your hands rest on the wood with the palms face up. So the upper arm bones roll out. And you don't hold any effort or control in the hands. Soften the fingers, soften the palms. Heel rocking. Breath in, breath out. Bend your two knees and place your two feet flat on the floor and separate your feet mat width distance apart. Push your feet into the floor and roll your hips from side to side. Roll your hips from side to side with the use of the pushing of your feet. Not so much sweeping the knees, because everybody can sweep the knees, but can you drive the motion of the hips from side to side using the bottoms of your feet? So you feel the whole pelvis roll to the left from the drive of the left foot, and then the pelvis rolls to the right with the drive of your right foot. Your knees will sweep a little bit, but don't let your legs and the heaviness of your legs be what controls the motion. Keep your feet flat on the floor, and then relax your shoulders completely so you're isolating just hips rolling from side to side. Breath in, breath out, hips resting on the floor. Yeah, and then this hip, you push with this foot, keep the hip down, and then the hip rolls, and then it rolls back down, and then keep this foot down, and then you push with the foot, and it rolls the hip. So it's like an effort, and then I'll let go. This is hip thumping, alternate hip thumping, right side, left side. Let your head just do whatever it's gonna do here. Don't try to control the head. Bring your knees to your chest. Separate your knees and let your legs get heavy in your hands. You've got a hold of your knees, but your legs are heavy and it's pulling your arms straight. Legs get heavy and pull your arms straight. And you can let your knees separate a little bit. Take the outer and then let them separate. That's it. And now you're going to become a little baby who's just discovered you have knees. 
from side to side. You might have to move stuff away from your side of your mat so that you can roll all the way onto your side. And then let your top leg be heavy on top of your bottom leg. Top leg is heavy on top of your bottom leg. Take your outer knees. And stay on one side. Don't be so quick. You don't be a quick little baby. <laughs> this is called the baby rolls around in the crib. <laughs> You're in like discovery mode. Like, oh, this is how I get to my side. I've never been on my side and I've never had these knees in my hands before. And I'm just gonna check this out. And then you just let yourself get heavy on one side and then you peel up and over to the other side. The key is, is you never let go of your newly discovered knees. <laughs> but then when you're down on the side, so everybody just take a quick look up here. So it's worth showing this part because heavy body with effortless awareness as an adult doesn't come easily. Okay, so we want to have control of every single piece of everything, but babies don't do that, mm -hmm. do they? They're like, oh, how do we get there? They're in discovery mode, right? So go back in time and discover, oh, if I just let my body be heavy and I keep rolling towards the floor, oh yeah, then I can just let go. Then I can peel up, 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 and roll on over to the second side. Oh. And then I'm gonna peel up and over to the second side, first side again. But then I land and I'm off and I let go. And then the top leg peels the bottom leg up and over to the other side. Can you get there? Mm -hmm. Try it. It takes a lot of letting go. And that means the top leg gets completely heavy onto the bottom leg. <coughs> You gotta get things out of your way, otherwise you're gonna hurt yourself. <coughs> Rolling from side to side, head stays heavy on the floor. Don't let your head be in control of anything. Body's in control. Inhale, exhale, make sure you finish your exhale. Maybe you run into another little baby rolling in their crib and you can just be like, wow, this is fun, yay. So I think we did this the other day where we got ourselves up and to become toddlers. You guys want to become toddlers from this? <laughs> All right, let's, let's become toddlers. I think it's worth a try. Okay, so the, to become a toddler is you push into the top knee with your knee into your hand, and then you push up with your lower elbow and you come up. Oh, hi. <laughs> but you keep your legs in this pinwheel shape. And you don't let go of your knees still. That's the only rule, you never let go of your knees. You come down easy, easy, easy. Come down, and then you roll to the second side and you come up. I don't have enough room over here. 
So rest on the bolster. Take a big breath. Let go. Can you rest your head here? Rest your feet. Rest your hands. Relax your jaw and your face. your jaw and your face. Try to still the body, still the mind. Nothing else to do. There's nowhere else to go. Let your legs surrender and be heavy here. Let your arms do nothing. Slide your hands under your shoulders, peel your torso up, slow, heavy head as you come up. And then turn the legs to the second side and bring your little bolster with you. And then position yourself so that you don't have to do an extra big twist behind you, but the, everything's a little bit more out in front of you. Okay, does that make sense? So you're not going like that but you're more like, it's a, it's a little bit of a, a restorative yin twist than the biggest twist you've got, okay? So we don't want to go for the biggest twist you've got, so make it easy on yourself. And then surrender the weight of your arms. Don't prop yourself up on your elbows. Let your arms relax so your chest is on the bolster, your belly is on the bolster. Increase your breathing and your breath and relax both arms completely.
you turn your head the same direction as your knees, it makes it a little less effort, it makes it more effortless. You don't want to be effortful. This is the restorative part of the class. And you surrender and let the weight of your thighs go. Soften your hands. bring your hands under your body and this is the setup for Shavasana today it's called Stonehenge so you can take your two blocks and stack them up like so put your bolster on top and your lower leg goes on the back is flat on the ground, so if you want an extra blanket, you can secure the second blanket around your pelvis, just for some weight across your pelvis with the palms face up. Shoulders flat on the floor, hips on the floor, lower legs supported, relax. The whole body resting. Settle your bones into the shape. Make sure your lower leg feels completely supported. You're not just supporting your ankles. Your knees are bent 90 degrees. Rest your palms face up with your knuckles on the wood. And the blankets folded under your head that supports your neck. Separate your teeth, soften your lips, slightly tone your tongue behind your teeth, softly breathing through the nose.
on every exhale, just surrendering and letting go just a little more. Draw your knees to your chest. Roll to your side. Use your hands to push your torso upright, head heavy as you come up. Take your big cushion as a meditation cushion and sit up for meditation. Finding a good seat for meditation so that you can take a slow transition from asana to meditation before you go back out into the world. Lift your spine, soften your shoulders and your hands. Easy attention on the body with the mind. Let's take our palms to our heart center and close the practice with a single ohm together. Um. Open your eyes, take a look around, and offer someone in the room uh, namaste. Eye contact. Thank you all so much for your attention. It's been great serving you for these three weeks while Claire's been away. I'll be here tomorrow at 1045. If you want to come back and practice with me, I'd love to have you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.